I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Goods Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me... I don't know if we've ever talked on a Monday before with me. Probably never, but hopefully more often on Mondays is my good friend Tyler Parker from The Ringer. Yo. What's up, dude? Man, happy to be here. Good to be here. Writing a note down next to my computer that says don't ramble. And (laughs) just having a good time, you know? Uh, I'm really glad to have you on. Michele is on vacation, and I said, "Don't worry, Michele." I said, "I think." Oh, I did see. I did. I did. I didn't even put two and two together. I can't compare to the magic of Michele. I don't. I, and I think well, all the listeners know that at this point. But I do want to make sure that they know that I also know that. The truth is that none of us really can. I mean, the guy is like. I mean, just imagine being asked to do a podcast in a language that isn't your own, and then like being good at it. So also, also doing that and like. I, I I haven't gone and searched all the NBA podcasts in existence, but I'll bet you there aren't too many dudes that could have gone basically 30 minutes straight on Mitchich <laughs> and like the type of player he is <laughs> and done it in an actual like intelligent, coherent, I know what I'm talking about way. Yeah. And Michele just like, you know, that's a, that's a slow Tuesday for him. It's amazing. It's, like the, I, I, I mean, I, I think I'm, I hope I messaged him this once, but the we, we are very lucky to have uh, Michele in Definitely. the little thunder sphere for sure. Definitely. So, little thunder news, which was really nice of them to just save this for the for the Monday podcast. I appreciated it. Yeah, uh, Usman Garuba. We're down to one Usman on the team. <laughs> uh, Usman Garuba was let go by the Thunder today, <laughs> and. It's interesting. I thought he was somebody that might hang around. Right. And ultimately, the reason they dealt for him, it made all those just wacky trades around the time that we were both in Vegas, was so yes. that they could get four second-round picks. And Ty Ty Washington and Usman Gruba were obviously not truly a part of what they wanted moving forward. I, th- I, think, I think the Thunder just have the roster that they want, period. And they really like these guys. Obviously, there's going to be changes on the fringes through the next sure. like few years. But I think they really like the group of guys they have. They want to move forward with that group. And Garuba and Ty Ty Washington just were not going to be part of that. The Them going, you know, when they did... I was about to say as quickly as they did. I guess that, you know, that it wasn't just like, you know, as soon as the money hit the wallet, you spent it. But it was, you know, they like they, they, they got them out of there pretty fast. Like it does sort of validates not the word, but it makes it. I think it sort of shows that 
oh, we were kind of right about how they feel about a lot of these dudes. Sure. And it's like the more that I, the more that I would sort of see different, you know, national media types like popping in with like, you know, well, is it going to be Wiggins or is it going to, I would just sort of be like, man, they really don't watch Wiggins. Man. <laughs> if that's, if they think that he's like on the level of these other dudes, like maybe not going to get brought back. It just sort of like, what are, what? Yeah. Um, it, it, well, just like the comments of like teams are just waiting there. They're, they're just hiding in the, in the bushes in Oklahoma city, just waiting for these guys to be unleashed and they're going to take yeah. them and put them in their eight man rotation. It's like, do we really understand like who these guys are? Like Usman Garuba couldn't didn't play all that much for for Houston, and no. I and I understand like does he play a position that might be a position of need for Oklahoma City? Like yeah, is there a chance that he could have worked out? Yeah, but clearly their level of interest wasn't that high in him. And also this no. is this is like a good thing for if these guys are going to last in the league because they probably weren't going to make the Thunder. And if they did, are they going to play all that much? Probably not. Sure, it gives them time to find another team to latch onto for training camp right. where if they would have spent their entire time of training camp in Oklahoma city and then not made it, it becomes that much harder for That's those guys point. to get on a team. Yeah. And so to let them go, I still think guys like Jack white are going to come in and like compete for those spots. Sure. Like we've talked about, but I think it's, I mean, this is probably something that isn't done just like in isolation with the Thunder. It's like, oh, we don't like these guys. It's probably their agents, too, like stepping in saying like, hey, listen, is my guy going to get a chance? And if not, please let us have a chance to go find somewhere else for him to land. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're if you're Ty Ty Washington's agent and you're looking for any burn whatsoever, like, you know, the the, that Thunder backcourt, you're not going to find it there. And it. uh no, I mean, like once you once you start looking at the roster, on some level, it kind of starts making some of the hand re- hand wringing around some of these fringes um, decisions feel, you know, a little like, you know, not silly, but just like kind of um, uh, huge waste of time. Yeah, well, just yeah, like a little uh, rich kid problems or something, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. like we like. There's uh there's a lot there's the fun thing about the Thunder roster right now is how like malleable and flexible it is and how the guys that exist right there like can shift up and down lineups and play in different weird ways. You can yep. have Kenrich on the wing, you can have Kenrich play the four, you can get wild like they did last year and have him play the five, you mm-hmm. can go two bigs with Jalen and Chet. You can just ride with, you know, what uh, either the starting lineup is going to look like or, you know, um, uh, in the way that it's structured out, stick with that same set look, right? Maybe it's not Shea, Giddy, Dort, Jalen, and Chet. Maybe it's the lineup is, you know, Giddy, Mitchich, Ooze, Jalen and Chet or some other weird combination of that. But like, you know, they, they keep, I mean, we say this over and over, but they keep getting guys who are going to be comfortable, like initiating offense and stuff like that. So I like, I, I don't, I think that they are, 
geared for this current NBA where like you've got to have a roster that can play a lot of different kinds of ways. And you've got to have like, not just multiple bigs, but you've got to have guys that can do different things and just constantly like draw attention. Right. Like you got, like you, you need guys that teams have to take notice of. And it seems clear that that's where they're headed. Like I'm with you that Garuba, like, you know, he could slide his feet a little bit, right? He could like he showed some some passing flashes. The threes, I guess, looked all right last year. I can't sit here and say I was inhaling rockets uh, <laughs> tape this year, but like you know, it like I get that there there it, it, it's it, it's not um, there are things to be excited about, but just like you know, the more guys that they bring in, it seems like they're really at least the dudes that they play the guys that they're going to play are guys that they, you know, can trust to not get the yips with the ball and then we'll play hard and guard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, so it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited that it's that like, you know, I I don't have anything against Washington or Garuba, but you know, it's fun that these that these dudes who at least we've got some history with are getting to stick around and 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 you know at least continue towards you know another roster crunch or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I uh, I just saw this. I don't know if you've seen who Russell Westbrook has currently been working out with one of the guys on the roster, and I want to play a little game with you. And it's called "Who is working out with Russell Westbrook from the Thunder's <laughs> roster." <laughs> Wow, I'm going to give you that... five guesses. I'm going to give you five guesses to see if you know. Kason. No. Who's? Yes. Okay. Wow. I cannot believe you got that so quickly. The, what made you reason, think that? Because it makes sense that the Thunder would be like, hey, you're, you know when you're at your best? When you're decisive and aggressive. You know who's good at those two things? This guy that used to play here. And it makes sense to me that I'm not sure the Thunder is, is that like a same agent sort of thing? Is he like like what what's the mm, what's the I don't setup? Remember there? Who I mean, it, agent it, it wouldn't surprise me if the Thunder were like, hey, this is a guy who you could learn something from about like like playing with purpose with the basketball. Mm-hmm. And just like, because I know that Ru- I know that Russ is great for dudes. Just like Russ is good at gassing them up and giving them confidence too. And like, and he, I know that he's also. I mean, Oladipo's on record as saying it, but a lot of those guys, Paul George, like they see they see how hard he worked, and they were like, "Oh shit, okay." Yeah. And you know, I think that that's yeah. They're both excel. So it, it that that it makes it makes sense to that, that's exciting to me that Ooze would go and work with him. I, you know, I like, hopefully, uh, you know, he still understands that he's not the number one option when he comes back, but um, I'd love for Ooze to just come in and be like, all right, space out to the corners, everybody. And, uh, Chet, you're going to offensive rebound. You're not going to offensive rebound for me. You're actually just going to clear people out so I can grab the board and push and transition. Okay. Presley, Presley comes into his office one morning and is like swivels around and he's in his chair and he's like, look, <laughs> Russ is not happy in LA right now. 
and he's done a lot for me. And he, I mean, I told him I was going to do this and he asked me not to, but look, I think that we need to go. You know, um, you know how you've been saving this Victor Oladipo contract? I know that this Oladipo contract plus two picks could get you Russell Westbrook. So just. You don't have to say thank you. You just have to call Lawrence Frank. Yeah. <laughs> can make um, this happen. The, no, I mean, what, like, what, what are you, like, cause I know one of the things that you wanted to talk about was like the, 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 you know, like nine man rotation and stuff like that. Yeah. And it is, once you start looking at it, it like, that's where the stuff gets, you know, fun and, oh, I wonder how Dagnall's going to handle all this. Mm-hmm. Um, like I keep coming back to like, what did they promise Mitchich? Like how, like it doesn't make sense for him to come over here unless he's getting a lot of action. Right. And yeah. so uh, it, it sort of would be odd if he were anything but kind of the first guard off the bench to me. But I also yeah. like, yeah, it, it, if he doesn't, if he doesn't guard, you know, enough when push comes to shove i could for sure see Deggs saying all right vass come over here take a seat um <laughs> you know talk to poku about what happens if you don't guard on this team buddy right exactly. um, the uh but no i don't i like it's fun because it is so you know jalen williams i think is just kind of good you know what I mean? Like the yeah. like, like Arkansas Jalen. I think he's just like he's more explosive now. Like he's like he seems bouncier. Him and Chet were like sort of you know improvising some like little four or five pick and roll give and go type of things in some of those summer league games and stuff. Like he just kind of seems like a guy that can play. It's a position of need. Like I don't I don't imagine that his um you know, I, I don't know how many big, big kind of like lineups they're going to trot out there. I think it'll depend on if Chet can, you know, stay out of foul trouble like they think he can. Mm-hmm. I just soon not see a ton of double big lineups because I'm, I mean, I've heard you say that like Chet is at his most dangerous when he's attacking, you know, these sort of fives that are out of their depth. And I, yeah. I agree with that. I, I also just think that he's a center to, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just think that I just like everything that he's been before suggests that that's what he is. And even if he's too frail to go full-time five this year, it seems like that's what they want and, and, and where he's headed. So I don't, you know, I don't think you need to like reshape the roster or, play in a way you're not going to just because you're worried about, you know, putting some mileage on his tires. You know what I mean? Like that's what these, that's what this time is for. Like he, he, he will probably look too, too weak against certain matchups, but that's, that's fine. That's to be expected. And it will like when you watch him and some, I mean, I know an open run is nowhere near the intensity of an NBA game or even these select scrimmages and stuff, but like it, uh, you know, he's not out there guarding a bunch of like fours and stuff. Like he yeah. can't, he can move feet fine, obviously. Like we know all that, but like, you know, people are playing him at the five. It seems like that's what, where they're going. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's his ultimate destiny. And also, like, the Thunder played their best basketball with Kenrich Williams at center. And so, like, they don't – they want to play smaller. They want to and, – and also, like, the smaller thing is just a, a weird misnomer because, like, Josh Giddey's six foot nine. He's right. massive. Like, all their guards are huge. And so it's when not really Whenever they play small. small next year, and like the announcers pointed out, if they go through like the height by height, they'll realize how – you're right. They'll realize how silly – how they're not playing small at all. Yeah, they just aren't playing with like a giant seven-footer. Right. And, it's, not, it's not like a traditional like back to the basket, another guy in the four spot that's 6'8", who also has his back to the basket. Mm-hmm. The, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I – I I want to see like cuz I think Kenrich has earned a bunch of minutes. I think one of the things that is that I mean I'm sure is by design with them but it seems it seems like just based off of kind of their dispositions and the way that they've operated at the way they operated last year and stuff like that like if it is some situation where Kenrich or Jalen Williams don't get a lot of run in a few games. Like they just don't seem like the type of dudes that are going to, you know, throw a big stink about it. You know what I mean? And so I think that like, they've got that going for them with some of this, like Mitchich kind of lineup jumble at the, at the, in the backcourt and stuff. Like, I also think there's just going to be so much Santa Clara Jalen at the four. Yeah, for sure. And also like, I mean, it was fun watching, like just seeing some of the highlights from those select scrimmages because it's like he's bringing the ball up a lot. Yeah. If Cade, if Cade wasn't bringing it up, it was him, mm-hmm. and he was initiating a ton. And it's and it's like there's you know they're they're gonna they're gonna need to um lean into. Oh, all of a sudden we have a lot of these wing types now. They're going to need to lean into that and play a lot of those dudes together to capital to a just like play your best lineups, mm-hmm. but b like capitalize on the dire- the direction the league is heading. I mean, you, like you go go back and think about Wiggins and how silly it is that people think he's going to leave. Like as important as centers are, and as important as point guards are, and you can debate, you know which position on the court if such a thing even exists anymore is the most important but like wings are still the thing that is the hardest to find oh, like yeah. qu- quality dudes that can guard multiple positions and like it that they finally have these dudes it's like they're not I don't they're not going to be looking for reasons to get rid of of them you know what i mean like it yeah it, uh it yeah that was it i i always like i like i would see even even whenever they'd bring up like wiggins over jre like i could always see jre getting getting dropped well before wiggins like yeah. wiggins is just like high high quality to me and i'm sure it's i'm sure i'm it, p- part of it's just homerness and stuff but like i i really i really think he's good yeah, well, I mean, he's one of the few guys that was playing in those playing games, you know, off yeah. the bench, and they, I think they trust him to a degree, and he can, he's the kind of guy that can take on like a small role and be happy with it, and yeah, you know, everybody loves him in the locker room too. Like he's just sense. he's just somebody that's beloved throughout the organization. So I would be surprised 
if he were cut this year. Now going forward, like things are going to get interesting. And then, and then, yeah, few once years. multiple like first round picks enter the mix next year and stuff, I, I, yeah, I do think all bets are off. Yeah. But also, I think if they wanted, I mean, obviously, Garuba and Ty Ty Washington are two players that now this is the third team that couldn't extract value from them. They, sure. and it's not like I think Atlanta and Houston both were like, hey, you know, let's just let's just do it. Let's just get rid of them before they made calls to see if anybody actually wanted them. Right, right, right. I mean, this, that's three teams. That's not a good sign. No. So if people are like, man, teams are waiting to pounce on these guys that Thunder yeah. are going to let go of. They're just they're just waiting. It's like no, yeah. no. They're if they're waiting on these guys, they could have had them two yeah. other times if they wanted them. Yeah, I also think like if they're waiting on those guys, if like. If if you know a big like organizational W for you is going out and picking up Ty Ty Washington, like let's go reevaluate some of our past decisions <laughs> and see where we have made some mistakes. Yeah. Because if you're hanging your hat on this, like you know, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, sometimes with all this stuff, it just feels like it's August, right? Yeah. It's like people are looking for something to talk about. So it's like, oh, yeah, here's yeah. like a, here's a nothing transaction I can rattle a tweet off about and get a little engagement. But yeah, I mean, you're just sort of like, I just have a hard time believing like anybody out there is is thinking like, all right, well, now we've got the piece that we needed yeah. after those two sorts of things, right? Like it's well, now that like, now the Kings can finally make a run that they have Usman Garuba as their right, big. right? And I mean, I'm like, you know, Garuba will get on somewhere and he might play well or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't even mean it like that. I just sort of mean like. Um, yeah, I just see, it seems like fussing over him, there's like better things to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, I have some questions for you. One was just kind of uh, a general question just about how you feel about the roster. I think we kind of you know talked about that, but more specifically... Yeah. If you were to pick a nine-man rotation, the Thunder, and what's cool, and we'll talk about this in our next question, is we're going to have an opportunity to see early on what they want to do in these uh, in-season tournament games. Like, right. what do you want to do to win a game? Who are the nine right. guys? We know what the starting lineup is, but yeah. who are your four guys off the bench that you're bringing in to help the Thunder win one basketball game? If it's one game. It's one game. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Mitchich in there because I know that it would be weird if he didn't play in this sort of you know what I mean yeah. like they don't they're not bringing him over at that price point after all the like posturing beforehand unless he's gonna have a serious role on the team and it would shock me if he's not one of the main dudes and not necessarily getting starters minutes but like. Bobby Jackson, Sacramento Kings minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, like the, 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 it, it would, it would just surprise me. Yeah. But the unless Kenrich, the, unless the Thunder are just really bitter that they felt held hostage over the last <laughs> few years, and they're like, hey, now you're going to know what it feels like to be held hostage here. You're sitting on the bench all season. Good luck. 
say something and we'll trade you to Houston. Yeah. Say something. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I think I think you're right. I think he's going to be part of the rotation. I think he's going to play. I mean, he can shoot yeah. it. He's a good passer. Defensively, like nobody, you, none of us can claim to know what that will look like at the NBA no. level. Uh, no. It's probably but not going to be great, but they also have other pieces in place to maybe yeah. to help with that situation. So I mean, Chet's, we'll Chet's going to help a lot out there. Yeah. Dort's going to help a lot out there. Ooze, Kaysan, these guys, like obviously Jalen Kaysen, we're back like, at Kaysen, by the way. What did you say? We're off Kaysan. We're on to Kaysen. It, like, why did he say it's that it used to be Kason? I guess that's what his mom named him, but then everybody has just called him Kason, so and then he, okay. he requested Kason. Okay, all right. I apologize, Kason. So we're, we're back to we're back to Kason. It was the most unnecessary journey ever I've gone it, through with just the name of a human. They really is stressful for us potters, out there, you know. <laughs> They really got to be thinking about the Potters. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm going to scold him when I see him at media day. Hey, Kason. Hey, Kason. 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 What the hell, man? <laughs> um, it would be so funny if that's how you started your relationship with him. Like if you're like <laughs> just trying to endear yourself to like everybody else, but just with him like, dude, what dude. is going on? <laughs> what is your problem? Do you realize what my profession is? Do you realize what you did I mean, to me? But what you what we also have to understand is that there there may well be a third pronunciation that we are not aware of that Chris Fisher's going to enter into the mix once the season oh, starts. Chris once Fisher's, he gets a hold of it, well, he it might change again. I think he's you know? just going to go full French like Casson. <laughs> yeah. It would either either that or like uh, you know, Kaysen Wallace. Or something like that. <laughs> like the world. Case and Wallace is probably how yeah. I'll say it. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I remember we had a buddy that he moved from Oregon whenever we were in the fourth grade and he called it Six Flags. And we were like, dude, what's <laughs> dude, wrong with you? No. you weirdo. What planet are you from, kid? You weirdo from the Northwest. <laughs> it's Six Flags. What are you talking about? Six Flags. Um <laughs> What were you asking me? Oh, so I, so I think I think yeah, Mitchich. I think Kenrich, Kenrich. is going to be there in yeah. any in any situation. Yep. Um, and then the, the this is kind of where it gets funky for me in terms of like if I'm going to go to nine because I think it's probably God. See, I think it's pr- some combination of, and this is probably obvious to say, but either Jalen Wallace, who's uh, I think you said Jalen. Wait, I said Jalen Wallace. You did. If I looked at because I because Kaysen and Jalen, Jalen <laughs> Williams. Yeah. Um. Uh. Is Kassan Wallace? <laughs> um. Isaiah Joe. Um, yeah. Isaiah but Joe. Then, but then there's also like, but then Wiggins is also in the mix because Mick Wiggins got so much run in those yeah. must wins last year. Yeah. If it's me. Yeah. And I gotta I gotta win. Then my I think that my final two honestly one of them's Isaiah Joe. Yeah. And Wiggins is the other one. Okay. Even even and I and that will that will change and that is not a, that is not a ranking of dudes who I am most excited by, or even dudes I would keep over other dudes in the future. Yeah. But if it is a, 
if it's a must win kind of, you know, one game sort of thing, um, that would be me. Now, in terms of Kaysen, he looks awesome and he seems like a man after Dagnall's own heart. Yeah. Like I think that's true. Mark is going to, if he hasn't already fallen in love, I think he's going to fall hard for the way that he plays. Mm-hmm. And I think that if the shot is at all consistent, I think that Mark will have a hard time keeping him off of the floor just because he's the exact type of dude that he likes. It seems like, yeah. Um, and Kenrich, the, the reason I always have Kenrich there is because like, I'm never worried when Kenrich is out there. Like yeah. if he's in, if he's involved, like, I just, I just think that um, he's like a special kind of malleable that probably casual, not casual Thunder fans, but just casual NBA fans still don't understand how good he is just because of like ill-timed injuries and also just the Thunder not having been as good in the years prior to last. Yeah, But I think that like you talk about the addition of Chet and stuff like that, um, and even somebody like Mitchich, like Kenrich just plugs holes yeah, and is the type of guy that like, he's another guy who you're, you're maybe less concerned, at least in the regular season about Mitchich's defense, because you can throw Kenrich out there with him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think you'll probably like basically just and uh, and again, it's I, I'm talking out of my ass. I'm saying this based off of stuff that uh, people who have watched Mitch way more than me, you know, namely like McKelly and then, you know, like other tweets here and there. But like, I imagine that he's going to get, you know, they're going to put Mitch on somebody they can hide him on probably. Yeah. And and hope that. Um, you know, he doesn't get torched, you know, guys don't get hunted the way that they do in the right re- in the postseason and the regular season. So I don't think it's, I'm not as like ready to start worrying about that, but I think that the Thunder have built up a very, very good defense, like without an obvious rim protector. And now they've got that stopgap on the back end with Chet. And so it, you know they have it's it's not like that these stellar defenses they've been putting out there have been just chock full of guys who you would naturally think are like plus defenders right like yeah. it, you know th- th- they've they've made do with some guys who you wouldn't think would be able to be a part of a defense that is that is like a top 10 defense you know for a good percentage of the season so I, it i've got a lot of faith in their ability to figure some things out and like you say, like Giddy can shift down a little bit, you know, uh, Kenrich, Jalen Williams, there's a Dort, Shea. There's just, they've got a lot of bodies. I think that they can throw at some of these wing types. And so it, you don't necessarily have to be as afraid of the, like this guy's going to get roasted one-on-one until, season but yeah now a name that you have i'm gonna say it outright refuse to even mention at this point is, it's not a refusal because i know where you're going is poku i know and you just won't even refu- you just won't even say his name 
I haven't refused to. I mean, look, he knows how I feel about him. And he... <laughs> no, I like. I don't know what to do with Poku. I will say that the, he, not not in the same way with as it has been with Wiggins. But anytime I see his name get brought up, I'm like, I don't think they're going to get rid of him. They're gonna, they still yeah. don't know what all they don't they, like. In the same way that like the answer with like. Are they going to pull their stuff together and go get somebody now? Because like all of a sudden, you know, they've there's a little, you know, uh, you know, they 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 look like they're poised or whatever. Um. Anytime I've seen like Poku's name mixed in with any of that, I'm always just sort of like, I don't think that they're ready to be like, or, or in the in the way that you, sorry, I got ahead of myself in the way that like you have said. I have said like, Hey, remember when Presty was like, they don't know what they have yet. So we're not going to do anything. I think in the same way with like the version of Poku that actually looked like he was steady and uh, you know, a uh, plus defender, not just as like a uh, uh, last second, you know, cleanup deterrent at the rim, but also like a guy who sort of looks like he knows where to be, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, and like, help in ways that aren't just blocks. Um, I don't think they've gotten a chance to see him with the roster yet. And I think that he has a lot of uh, skill that could um, be amplified by the way that these dudes have developed in the time that he was out. And then also just like, I think he'd have a blast playing next to Chet, to be honest with you. I yeah. think that he would like, I think he'd try the wildest shit to try to get the ball to Chet. And I think it would just make me so happy until I was like, all right, Mark, that's enough. Yeah. But it, but like, I, I, I'm still not ready to give up on him. Um, if only because I do weirdly think he can play in a lot of different, you know, like he's different than JRE, right? Like he's different even than Wiggins. Like he, you could play him at a lot of, in a, in a, in a, in some different scenarios. Um, And yeah, I mean, he's still, even with all the talent on the roster, I would still be looking at him a lot of the time when he's out there. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. there is just something about him. Like I think he would be so excited to like, if he could somehow my dream for him would be to somehow kind of fall ass backwards into like a skinny Boris Diaw role for the oh, team. That would, the world is just a better place when we get to see Poku playing basketball. And I and I really think that he's got like the goods to be part of like a a a winning team that like shares the basketball and let's you know it's they're still gonna let even last year like they're gonna let a lot of people touch it and there's a lot of people yeah. that need touches and he's definitely not gonna have it near as much as he did two seasons ago right but like it I don't think that they're gonna play a brand of ball where it's like okay, go stand in the corner and just like your entire, I mean, the, the shot, the shot will probably be what he live and dies on just in terms of if he sticks or not. Yeah. Definitely. But like, he's going to get to do other stuff other than just like stand out there and wait for a, for Chet to get doubled or whatever and hope he can hit a three. Like, I think yeah. that they're, they're, they, they seem committed to playing in the way that like he, he would like to, it yeah. seems like, right? Yeah. I think that's right. Also, where, where where do you stand where do you stand on him? 
Don't uh, act like you haven't had deep feelings for Poku. I love him. Uh, I think he's great. Uh, I think he should be the star of this team. And <laughs> I'm hopeful that he can still fulfill that destiny. Uh, I have seen some footage of him shooting this summer. Yeah, um, you're not. He doesn't look like he's trying to fold his body in half anymore to get the ball to the hoop. He doesn't look like a collapsing uh, lawn chair? Yeah, he does not. <laughs> because for so long like a, he has... Like a, like a, like a crocodile trying even, to? I mean, it's just... I've tried to do it a few times. You know, I get out there and play with, with my with my kids. And I try to... I try, I've yeah. tried to just shoot it like Poku or just, just... You just... You try to move your feet as far forward as possible. Oh, yeah. I can't... Yeah. Anytime you do it, I get so focused on my feet, the shot, like, hits the pole. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that looks good. I, I just don't know. I mean, it's, it's going to be all about upper body strength yeah and making shots i like they're going to try to get like they're going to try to get him minutes at like the in, at like the 4 right like yeah he should, three, he should like he should play minutes at either big position and they're yeah. going to give him a chance and the world is just more fun if it works out like can it's you imagine so, it's so much more fun yeah like it'd be great i mean in an ideal world, Poku gets an extension. He sticks around. It's 2027. The Thunder in the playoffs, and Poku's coming in off the bench, and the crowd's going berserk. You know, I know that. I know. I like. It was one of those things. Like, you know, you haven't 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 seen him in a minute. Haven't like thought about like or seen a highlight of his in a minute or whatever. And then I saw some picture get shared of him like doing some squats. <laughs> you know, and. It was I was it was like a reminder of just like how much I want it to work because I was immediately like, hey man, those legs are getting thick. He hey, can put on some weight, you know. He's got a, I, I was immediately like, look, we just transfer some of that to the arms, you know. It's not he's not a, he's not a lost cause, yeah, muscle wise. He's got some trunks, you know. Yeah, he's hard to knock off his spot, you know. Maybe fingers crossed. <laughs> no, not true. Uh, I do no, love him. I, I do want hope that it... to be the breakout. Poku's hard to knock off his spot. <laughs> I would love for it to work. I really would. Do I have doubts? Yes, I do. Uh, yes. Do I have hope in my heart? Yes, I do. Um, okay, let's talk about this in-season tournament. Yeah. I think it's... Uh, well, first, just give me your general thoughts on the in-season tournament. I like... Initially, rolled my eyes at it and still sort of do. Okay. But after looking at the way that they're going to do it and that it's basically not going to really add any games to the schedule... I'm I'm on board if only because like I was wrong about the Elam ending in the all-star game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like when I heard that, I was like, why are you me- just like, why are you messing with this? This is, this is, we've been playing this sport for a long time. Let's just keep playing the sport. How we play the sport. What's going on here? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> why are we doing this? Um, and, but then you watch it and you're like, actually that's kind of when it, you know, when like in certain, context this is pretty cool and i you know the elam ending is fun in the because they they were doing the elam ending in the summer league too right over times that at all? over times yeah. yep and um and and that was it was fun then too yeah um so like i'm i'm willing to like see the positives with it and and expect that like 
they'll figure it out. If only because it seems like, like I'm right, right? They, it's it's really not, basically if you made it to the finals, it would be adding one extra game to your yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. If you go to the finals, it's adding an extra game. Everything else will be added afterwards. Like if you, and it's like if you make it to the knockout rounds, those knockout rounds will serve as those regular season games. And if you make it to yeah. the finals, it's one game. And so I like I I think that that's like I'm in I'm into that idea to see what it looks like. Like I'm all for trying some weird stuff to see if something can can land. The thing that makes me most excited about it, honestly, is that every year the league sucks at giving the teams that actually deserve nationally televised games, nationally televised games. Yeah. Even if I'm, I'm, I'm not just talking about like fun up and coming Cleveland Cavaliers types of teams from last year who weren't on TV enough or even the magic or us last year. Right. Like it Shea's first team, all NBA dude has hardly any national games to speak of, you know, and they wonder why some people don't, you know, watch games. It's like, well, this is a, this is, this is a problem that y'all have presided over. This is at least a way to um, give the teams a chance to kind of like on their own merit, get more, time in front of a national TV audience. Yeah. And I'm, I'm all for that. Um, you know, and I, 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 it probably does kind of behoove some of the younger teams who feel like they've got the young legs to be able to push for something in the middle of the season and aren't going to tire themselves out for the end. Like I like the idea that it might get a chance to put some of these young dudes in clutch situations that feel a little bit bigger than they might if it was just a regular season sort of game. I like, I like to, I like a thing that shows players in different contexts and, and ratchets up some pressure, even if it is kind of like uh, something that we're just now trying out, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's great. I mean, anything to try to make December competitive, like sure, good. Try it. You can always tweak things as you go. Uh, what do you think about the group West Group C? It involves the Sacramento Kings, the Warriors, the Wolves, and the Spurs. It, it honestly, like looking at the group, just made me think of like the thing I thought whenever I looked just at the full West, which is just like somebody's going to lose some games. Yeah, and I and like. I think this, I mean, I'm, I'm as big a Wimby believer as the next guy. Like, I think I would trust the Spurs the least out of all of these teams though. Yeah, I think think. that's true. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's crazy. Like, you know, I hate to like throw any shade the Warriors direction. I think out of all these teams, even I mean the Warriors beat them in the playoffs last year. Maybe it's unfair to put the, to put Sacramento ahead of them. I don't know. Like I think that a lot of people forgot that like Sabonis was playing with a broken thumb all year. Yeah, and sort of like it's true. talked about the Kings like they were this sort of finished product and like this is you know and so sometimes whenever they consider like the the drop, I wonder if that a like 
Fox also got hurt in that playoff series, mm-hmm. and he, but he looked game as hell and ready for it in a great way. Um, um, you know, Sabonis back healthy. Like I'm a big Keegan Murray guy. Like I think him with another year is just going to be very exciting. And you know, it, it 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 for the first time it kind of seems like they kind of you know know what they're doing there and have a direction and. So I'm not like if the Kings take a step back, I don't think it's necessarily because like they're worse. I think it's because like the West is healthier or, you know what I'm like? Yeah. Like, or just, you know, like, you know, what, um, just high quality. I like, I'm, I want to be higher on Minnesota because I love so many of their guys, but like, I really do think, and I know that there are some go bear guy. Oh, I, I mean, I was a big Gobert guy, but then saw Giddy rip the ball away from him, and just kind of struck me that maybe Gobert kind of plays a little soft sometimes. Uh, and uh, big Towns guy, big fan of his uh, personality mostly. I like. I just would love to be in a in a. I would love to drive uh, Gobert and Towns like in an in an Uber XL and just hear what they talk about. <laughs> Like I would give them the quiet ride. I'm not going to try to chat them up or anything like that. I want to hear what they discuss. No, you don't. And, no, you, you don't. Know, like, no, you don't. Does, <laughs> does, you know, I'm sure Gobert's trying to get them into Rogan and, yeah. you know, like, and, and cats like, Hey, uh, that disease killed uh, my entire family. So, uh, um, and I'm sure that that's kind of where the convo ends, but I just want to be there to hear it myself. Um, oh. the, uh, the I love Edwards so much and yeah. I love McDaniels so much yeah. that like I really want to believe in them more than I should. Um and obviously like it seems like Edwards is like uh, the, the, how he's played in these US games is so exciting and I mean the way that he's played in the playoffs the last 2 years really like he's really shown up and mm-hmm. and I just I want to see him really sore, you know. I do think that Gobert mucks too much stuff up ultimately for them yeah. to be able to. And I don't think that Cat is pumped up about not being the best guy on the team. And that feels like a relationship that's destined to sour. Yeah. And I don't know. I just, that, that there's, there's, I, I want enough years to get down on Gobert's contract to where they can find somebody to offload him, and then like, as as Edwards is getting to that like kind of on ramp onto his peak peak, you know what I mean? Yep. And then like you can sort of see like what he can really do. But I don't know. I mean, the Warriors are gonna like. What do you th- what do you think about the war? Like, I I can't figure out what I think about the Warriors anymore. Like. I think what they, do you I, think about them? I, I think they want to win the title. I don't no, know for sure. I don't that, know how important yeah. this tournament is going to be to them. So no, I, I don't think I don't think the tournament will be important to them. But I do, like they're still going to be trying to win games, though, right? Like, I mean, they're going like, to be good. Certainly, they're going to be good. They're. I mean, they easily have the smartest team in the NBA, if not like one of the top five smartest teams in the history of the NBA, like on their sure. roster right now. And I, they're going to be tough, certainly. I'm just so intrigued to see who cares about these like first games, like to get right. to the knockout rounds. Like, do they really want to get to the knockout rounds? 
You know, no, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm with you. I don't think they're going to be like playing Chris Paul 35 minutes, you know, or whatever, like, yeah. or, or, or Steph or whatever. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe they would play Steph like a lot and say, Steph, go win this game for us, which he very well could. I mean, the Warriors could win this whole tournament if they wanted to. Sure. I just don't know what that will look like. That's something that I'm very intrigued to see. Because it could so, be just like, hey, all the tryhards do really well in this tournament and the teams that are really trying to win the the whole thing like yeah. don't give as much. Like maybe Denver doesn't give as much, you know, Milwaukee or Boston and you know, yeah. teams like that or Phoenix. You know, I don't I just don't know what those teams will look like here and how much they care. But if you're I don't know if you're the Thunder, if you're the Wolves, if you're the Pelicans, if you're the Mavericks, if you're the right. Cavs or the Knicks, you know, this is like a time for you to really try to show everybody what you got. Like, I feel like those teams are certainly going to compete really hard. Now, I'm just curious to see what like the top tier teams, like the like top five teams in the league, are. The, how much do they really care about it will be very interesting to see. No, I'm with you. I like, I think I'm like, I'm trying to think about it just in terms of like, a re, like, even though that, even though they're going to be part of these group stages and things like that, like just thinking back to these, like even, even like, I don't think Milwaukee last year would have cared, would have given a shit about winning. Yeah, probably not the, 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 the thing, but like good luck getting them to lose during the, portion of the season in which like if like the way Milwaukee was playing during the middle of the early part of the season, middle of the year last year, like I don't know if there was enough, they could have taken enough off the gas to lose one of those games. Yeah, definitely. Like it's, it could still like, but I, I, but I definitely hear you that like, I don't think you're going to see the Suns playing Durant and Bradley Beal 40 plus minutes and, yeah. you know, some, trying to win some overtime game in, you know, like I, I, I see what you, I definitely see what you're saying there. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. That West, uh, a group would be the one that I wish that we were in with no John Morant for the Grizzlies, right. Phoenix, <laughs> yeah. Lakers, jazz, Portland. Like that's definitely the weakest one. Does, do you group. know if, Will are they going to randomly change them up every year? These groups, or I mean, it's based on stay? record. <clears throat> it's based on last year's record, and then just like general like feel. Like they had these like gotcha. your top tier teams, like a middle tier team, and then you're like, because I know like, I know it said it was like random, but anytime I see that, I'm like, nah, all right, well, maybe it's not like there's just no way it's yeah. random. Like yeah. that's just that just can't be the case. Uh, okay, Tyler, you are on your uh, Oklahoma media tour right now. Apparently, <laughs> we had like planned this before I, I, I knew that I you were going to be the star of the uh, Oklahoman yesterday. Uh, Jay in the chat says Tyler, Fort Gibson, Shawnee, Columbia, and now on down to dunk. Just a natural progression for so many. Hey, Jay is spot on. I. <laughs> I've re- I've reached the mountaintop and I I don't plan on going anywhere. I'm here on down to dunk on a Monday. Um, no, I'll I'll I will uh, I'll bow out of the Monday mountain. You know, as soon as McKelly's. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I was. I, I mean, uh, you're all the down to dunk listeners know what a gem Joe Masato is, and yeah, yeah, he hit me up at, and and said he was wanting to do that, and I was just like. Shit, Joe. I I read a lot of box scores in the Oklahoma when I was a child. This is like, you know, it's like 
that 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 was that was back when the Oklahoma and like the they 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 covered more of the of the state just like delivery wise like yeah. you just got you know like it, oh, I know yeah. it doesn't make it to the to the eastern part of the state as much now but like yeah that was just that was the that if I was going to try to get any like OU football information I was going to the Oklahoma and like oh, it, yeah. you know it was it, so it was it was uh I didn't know it was going to be so, you know, I knew he asked me, you know, questions and stuff, but I didn't know what it was, the form it was going to take. So yeah, seeing apologies to anybody who opened that up and was like, what is this <laughs> guy staring at me? Why am I looking at a picture of a guy holding a trophy from 13 years ago? Who cares? <laughs> um, uh, I loved it, but no, I'm, a, well, pre- I'm a little biased, I but I loved it. No, I, I you know, I, I, I haven't, I, I haven't heard from anybody who didn't love it, but that's yeah. just because those people are dead to me already. That would be I mean? so weird if someone was like, "Hey, that article in the Oklahoma sucked." Just so you know, <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> uh, go follow Tyler on Twitter. Go read his stuff at the Ringer. Also, would you? Okay, so we did this uh, right before the oh, play-in. Yeah. I would I love for you to get a chance to plug your book again <laughs> on our podcast. Man, there should be like the Jaws theme right now or something, <laughs> trying to get me to do this. You know, there's just blood in the water already. Um, five-year-old girl watches her dad get shot in 1984, Oklahoma. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stop that tone immediately. And um, no, it, it yeah, watches her dad get shot, and then the book follows the guy that shot her dad and her. It's kind of parallel narratives, and um, yeah, it takes you from 1984 to 2010. It's a fictionalized Oklahoma, you know, like there's there's an Oklahoma City Thunder game that makes an appearance. There are mentions of like you know Tulsa and Rashawn Woods and the Stellman brothers, and you know real Oklahoma touchstones, but it's also like, um, you know, there's no, I didn't want to have, uh, um, someone be like, uh, you know, you can't get to prior in 20 minutes, you know, like, <laughs> like that, that, that Taco Bell wasn't in Wagner then. What are you talking about? Um, so I was like, uh, no, let's make up some town names. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, no, it, uh, it's kind of, uh, it's, I would like to think that it's funny. Um, but yeah, there's some uh, sad stuff in there too. Um, yeah, I worked on it for seven years. Uh, came out from Penguin Random House on July 13th. Um, yeah, been, been, been fun. It's been a real trip to like have it just sort of be out there finally now. And, and it's been so nice just to, you know, friends like you, um, you know, asking about it and, um, and, you know, seeing it's been a lot of fun seeing people in Oklahoma, you know, read it and be like, hey, Brahms, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's like that's like what I wanted. I wanted there yeah. to be like, uh, you know, like, oh, man, I remember Eric Coley, you know, just like I wanted I wanted some shit like that. I There's a lot of um, very Oklahoma specific references that I knew no one else would get. And as I told Joe, I did not give a shit about that. I just (laughs) wanted to um, treat our state with the kind of um, uh, inside baseball lingo that like a lot of big cities get, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to go explaining who this like famous Yankee is in a New York novel. So I'm not going to tell you who, you know, 
I'm not going to go into some big long spiel about Joe Washington. Yeah. Like you can go look up, you people can go look him up and be like, Oh, he wore silver shoes. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, that still was, it was more, I broke my don't ramble rule in the, in the midst of my <laughs> explaining the book, but I think I did. I think I stayed on the rails a little bit better this time. You did, but you didn't even say what the name of the book is. It's called Holy the little, shit. it's called, it's called the little blood and dancing. Oh my God. Andy, and what am I doing? Little blood and dancing. Yeah. Take it. Take, if you could take this part out and then just start with, well, it's called a little blood and dancing. Um, uh, do you have an of audio version of this book yet? I do not have an audio version of the book yet. That's coming out. Um, I, I, you know, I don't have much to do with that, which has okay. been uh, a, 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 uh, thing I have learned. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, September 25th, I think is the shelf date. There's been like oh, a good. couple, there's been a couple delays, which have not made me very happy, but I also have no control over yep. it. And so apologies to anybody out there that is like, Hey dude, what the hell? Um, but yeah, I've been told that like no ifs, ands, or buts September 25th, it's coming. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm coming to Oklahoma too, at some point, like, and I'll, like, I'm, I'm going to uh, announce that pretty soon, but I don't, I'm trying to figure out some other, I got to talk to you about some of that okay. offline. I'll, uh, I'll be there with a Sharpie ready, ready for great. your signature. That would so. be great. Cause I don't, I don't like to carry Sharpies yeah. cause they're, they get, they're, they're permanent. <laughs> go, go check out his book. I consume audiobooks only at this point because I have a huge yard to mow. And I that's do not, just like. You That's need, you just, don't even need to, you don't even need to give me the, the, the lawn thing. I, some people, I get it. Like I, it's it's hard to sit there with a book open and yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I will look forward to September 25th when I can download it onto my phone and have it read to me. So cannot Amen. wait, cannot wait for that. Uh, Tyler, thanks so much for coming on the show. Dude, always uh, a blast. Thank you. J- thank you, Jay, for your lovely question. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday.